Well, it's good to be wearing Minnesota Vikings colors once again. Feels a little bit more just like home. But the reason I'm wearing these colors is because we start a new season today, the season of Advent. And that's why at the beginning of Mass, we lit that Advent candle. It's not because we forgot to do it. It's because it's part of this liturgy. We are bringing in this new year. Because as we begin this Advent season, we begin a whole new year in the church. So Happy New Year's to you as well. And it's interesting that as we begin, we look to the end. Advent is Latin for towards the coming. So we look towards, we look forwards to, we look at, turn to the coming of Jesus Christ. We all think that coming that we're preparing for in Advent is Christmas, the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is true. For a little tidbit of information, we don't actually start to prepare for that until December 16th. So we have 13 days of preparing for a different coming. And that coming that we prepare for is the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When he comes to judge the living and the dead, when he comes to establish his kingdom and bring those souls to heaven. So as we begin, we look to the end. But what's so beautiful is that Holy Mother Church, as, as a good mother, presents to us this new beginning, but it's not a new beginning that forgets about everything from the past. It's a beginning that builds on what was already happening. If you've been attentive these past couple of weeks throughout these Gospels, our Lord is reminding us of that second coming. He's reminding us of the last things, of the end of the world. Not to put fear in our hearts necessarily, but to help us realize that that is a reality. So we, as we ended that liturgical year, and now we begin a new one, we carry that same theme. Looking to the end with hope. And our Lord is very clear today in how He wants us to prepare for that coming. He wants us to watch. Or in other words, to wait, but to actively wait, not passively. Because if you look at these readings, even from the prophet Isaiah, the prophet says, O Lord, that you would come and rend the heavens and come be with us, that you would shake the mountains when you come. We want you to come, Lord. It's that actively waiting, but even asking the Lord to come sooner. And if He's going to be coming sooner, we have to be ready. We have to be awake. We have to be watchful. But I think it all hinges on that beautiful psalm that we sing. Lord, make us turn to you, that we may see your face, and we shall be saved. Make us turn towards you. Because so many times in our lives... We turn away from God. We call that sin. And all of us as human beings, as fallen creatures, we feel the effects of that original sin, of that concupiscence, that tendency to sin, which isn't just a little tendency to sin, it's a big tendency to sin. And so left to our own devices, we turn away from God. If we don't do anything, we'll continue down that path. Because when we sin, brothers and sisters, we willingly choose to separate ourselves from God. We willingly choose to turn our backs on God. Maybe we don't realize it in that moment, but in the depth of reality, that's what's happening. And so something needs to change. And that's only going to happen if we beg the Lord to invoke that change within us. 
like we sang, Lord, make me turn to you so that I can see your face and that I can be saved. We need to take that initiative and run to meet the Lord. We know that he's coming. We don't know when. We have to be watchful. We have to be ready. But we also have to take that initiative and, and, and run to meet him. Prepare ourselves by actively preparing, not sitting around passively, not twiddling our thumbs, not being so focused on this world and its pleasures and on ourselves that we don't even desire the coming of the Lord. We're so wrapped up in our own selves that we see the coming of the Lord as a threat. That's not what the Lord wants. He wants us to turn to him so we can be attentive to his coming, but then go run to meet him. So that's what the Lord challenges us to do today, brothers and sisters. And as we begin this new year, that's how we're called to live the rest of our lives. Actively preparing, actively waiting for our Lord Jesus Christ by the way that we live. And the gospel says so beautifully that the master went on a journey. He left his servants in charge, each to his own work. And so one challenge I have for you, it's a general challenge, a way that you can concretely actively wait is by living your life well. We all are servants of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's left us in charge, each to our own work. So what's that work that he has entrusted to you as a father, as a husband, as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, as a son, as a student, as a professional, as a priest? What is that work that he has entrusted to you? Focus on that. Don't get too distracted by other people's lives, by if they're doing the right thing or not. But do what the Lord says. Focus on the work entrusted to you. That's how you prepare. And then you extend that a little bit further. And then you focus on the ones that are under your responsibility, under your charge. Whether they're your students, your co-workers, your family members, your friends. How are you going to help them prepare as well? So that's one general way that we can prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We can actively wait. And then I have a very concrete challenge for all of you and for myself as well. Advent, in a way, is like Lent. It's a preparation for something. And in Lent, we always make resolutions. Things that we're going to do during that season to prepare ourselves for Easter. We can do the same thing in Advent. And this Advent, brothers and sisters, is the shortest Advent that's humanly possible. Today is December 3rd. We know Christmas is December 25th. That's only 22 days of Advent. Four weeks squished into 22 days. And so why not, this year for Advent, try something new? Make a resolution. And if I dare say, a radical resolution. A radical way that you can actively run to the Lord. Namely, by visiting him in the Eucharist. If you can visit him every single day for 22 days, it's a piece of cake. That's nothing. Here in St. Clair Shores, I think we have five churches, possibly more. But if you live elsewhere, there are even more churches as well. I don't know if the churches are going to be open or not, but even if you drive into the parking lot and make that visit to our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, that's you literally running to meet the Lord. That's you literally turning to see his face 
in the Blessed Sacrament. It's not just a piece of bread. It's not just something we do in memory of Him. It is Him. It is His Sacred Heart. And so as we actively turn towards Him, when we do that, something beautiful happens. We turn away from sin. We turn away from that slavery that we've been chained to for so long, and we can experience that freedom that the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to have. And when we turn to Him, become familiar with Him, we can be more attentive to His coming into our lives through the very small things. And so that's my challenge is for you. It's plural today. First of all, live your life well, being responsible to those duties entrusted to you, and then come visit our Lord every single day for the rest of Advent. And maybe, just maybe, that'll be a resolution you can carry on for the rest of this year. So we pray for that grace today to actively wait for our Lord Jesus Christ as we entrust ourselves to our mother, she who did so beautifully that in her own lives, that she may model that for us as well.